Two Brothers, One Mike is a weekly podcast put together to help motivate and inspire our listeners both mentally and physically in the hopes of helping you be the best you. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to Two Brothers, One Mike. I'm Joe, and as always, my brother, Coach Tony, is here. Uh, We're going to be doing things a little bit different this week. I know we had promised a creatine episode. We were going to start talking about that uh, supplement and everything about it. But uh, due to some unfortunate, unplanned events, some... some, uh, Unforeseen. Unforeseen. Yes. Happenings. We are going to have to kind of reschedule that. And although we still could have done it, um, we really want to keep it back to back with our interview with Ron, the pharmacist. Uh, That way you're not, you know, having to remember certain things that we talked about three episodes ago. So instead, we're going to go ahead and replace it with one that we wanted to do uh, around this time of year, around the holidays. Um, We've talked about it, I believe, in the summertime uh, where, where it's this whole concept about new year, new me. Right. So uh, I'm going to let Tony, you go ahead and, and take it over from here. I know you have some things to say first before we start to go down the, the chimney on that one, if you will. Sure. Why not? And uh, yes, Coach Tony is here, uh, obviously, because Joe had to give the disclaimer in the beginning. Um, the introduction was a little bit different, but that was me. You heard in the abyss uh, speaking my mind as far as what we are uh, attempting to do this week. Uh, and hey, that's what we got to do sometimes in life, right, Joe? We got to go right off the cuff and change uh, change direction a little bit. And so, two brothers, one Mike podcast is no different. But uh, gotta, well, everybody, you, you, yeah. you got to adjust uh, adjust those cells. <clears throat> yeah, exactly. Right. But um, hello, everybody out there in T bomb land. I don't want to skip that part, right? <laughs> uh, I think I'm going to do something a little bit uh, in the beginning here. I'm going to throw something out there. Uh, uh, yes, it dates the show a little bit, but folks, this is December right now of two, uh, 2021. And that being said here, let's talk about let's talk about our top five favorite Christmas songs. Now, this might not be 80s, Joe. Uh, it could be songs from the 1930s all the way up through 2021. I'm going to even help out Generation Z here, but I got to break the news to you. I don't know of any new Christmas songs no. in 2021. So They've only sorry. been redone. They've been yeah. redone, and, and, and there's there's the woke versions of them now. So. Yeah, yeah, whatever. Yeah, uh, sure. don't, don't, I'm, uh, how about I'm going to stay asleep on that one? Yeah. Um, so, you know, why not? Uh, I, you know, when I think of the top five Christmas songs of all time, if I'm thinking of number five, If I'm thinking of number five, and maybe some people are going to scoff at me for this, but I'm dreaming of a white Christmas, I think, is is going to be number five for me. I don't know about your thoughts on that one because it's such a popular song. It's an iconic song. It's been around for so long. And I can't even remember. Was that Bing Crosby? Bing Crosby, absolutely. Yes, yeah. And and so the infamous Bing Crosby. So we're talking, you know, how long has it been around now? 70 years? Uh, and, And I may not even be, I just threw that number out there. But it's it's iconic, and so I'm going to put that at number five. Do you agree or disagree with me on that one? No, it's definitely in the top five. Actually, though, I think it might be, yeah, no, probably seventy to eighty years now. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I mean, you know, and that's just that's that is what it is. And folks, I'm not lying to you. We don't have the script in front of us here. We're going off the cuff. So these are just coming to us, snappity snap, right now. And with that being said, if I had to think, Joe, about number four. It's one of my favorite because it was one of my favorite 80s groups, <laughs> right? Last Christmas, Wham! Uh, uh, 
I, 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 you know, it was that the name of the song last Christmas. I gave you my heart. The very next day you threw it away. Shame on you ladies. Uh, <laughs> that was one of, uh, and still one of my favorite songs. And if I'm not mistaken, Joe, I've heard that done two separate times by the, uh, generation Z slash millennial era. Uh, yeah, and, recently it's been redone. Yeah. There was one, there was one young lady and I don't know her name. I really like her retake on it. Uh, when she redid it, there's another one that's uh, another guy redid it. I, I, I don't know if it's a group of guys or just one guy. Uh, not impressed. They only took part of the song and repeated it over and over and over again. They didn't do the whole song. But the young lady who redid the song, and I wish I knew her name. I uh, didn't do the research on that, obviously. But she did a fantastic job. But Wham? No, sorry. Uh, they get the nod at number four as far as last Christmas, I gave you my heart. Number three for me is a young lady who at one time had the second best voice, in my opinion, to the lady who found her. Whitney Houston found her. She was a backup singer for Whitney Houston. Her name was Mariah Carey. Right. And All I Want for Christmas, I thought and still think that is a fantastic song fantastic christmas song and i'm sticking with that i don't know how you feel about that but that would be my number three off the top of my head and i may be mistaken but that's what i'm going with i'll tell you this real quick the last christmas you were talking about was taylor swift that was the most recent one uh that was redone i i I like i like her rendition i -hmm. do i really like that and i like taylor swift her her album 1989 obviously i like it sure of Uh, course (laughs) and and so and so uh i'm gonna give props to miss taylor swift for that one for sure uh if i had to go to number two in my opinion i mean come on frosty the snowman we we have to go with frosty the snowman you can't where else are we gonna go with it you have to go with frosty the snowman well, would that, you say yes or would you say no? I think it kind of makes number one pretty obvious. Maybe. Well, well Maybe. No, no, I think well, I think you know where I'm going with this. <laughs> sure. I mean, it, do you recall the most wonderful yeah. reindeer of all? Well, I mean, yeah. There, yeah, yeah, there, yeah, 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 the mo- yeah. Well, yeah, the, what am I talking about here? The most famous reindeer <laughs> of all. I mean, come on now. Would we have Christmas with, without him? How would we know where to go if we were those other reindeer? Right? True. We wouldn't and, know where they were, right? Right, so, and how would Mother Nature's two sons ever get along had it not been for Rudolph? Or well, no, that was not Rudolph, was it? No, I don't believe the heat miser no. and and yeah, the and, and coal miser. Yeah, yeah you're yeah. way off, yeah. way off. He wasn't a but, part of that. No, he wasn't. Here's a trivia question for everybody, real quick, before we continue on with this show. And I don't think I can remember which one it was. Who was Rudolph's dad? Was it was it Dancer? I you know was what? it Donner? Have... Was it Donner? <sighs> I am That's, not sure. I'm not sure either. I'm not sure. I thought it was Donner, and I I don't know now. Okay, I, back I, to I, Google. <laughs> back to Google we go. Back to Google. Be, back to Google. I thought it was Donner, and it in the show, obviously, in the in the original. It was Rudolph Donner. the Red-Nosed Red. It, it was it it Donner. Donner. Yes. There you go. I was right, kind yeah. of. See. So so there you have it. All right. I'm going with Rudolph the Red-Nosed Red, Red Nosed. The Red-Nosed Reindeer as my number one. Frosty the Snowman is number two. And that's what I'm sticking to. They are forever iconic in our memories and continue to be so every Christmas and from here on out. And See, that's just the way I feel. But yeah, for, for me, I, and it isn't, you know, I mean, it's even the same songs, but yeah. the versions of them, um, well, for the most part, uh, there's other ones that, you know, like the Christmas song with Knocking Cole. I, I mean, that's just. Sure. Classic. And then yeah. there's, uh, I, I literally, I actually have, it's called a Rat Pack, a Rat Pack Christmas. 
Okay. And um, Frank Sinatra, I, I, Joey Bishop, Dean Martin. Yeah. I mean, I, there, there was no, there was Sammy Davis. There was Sammy no Davis way Jr. to, uh, uh, you know, outdo those guys. That, no. that era, that music, that, you know, that's uh, just, that whole that's a different... genre was awesome. Generation Z, if you're listening to this right now and you don't know who the Rat Pack is and you don't know who Frank Sinatra, Dean Martin, Sammy Davis Jr., Joey Bishop, if if you don't know who these gentlemen are, I want you to Google them uh, and listen to the music. Give it a shot, okay? And, and I'll tell you this. If you're in the Northeast Ohio area, look up a young man by the name of Kevin Lawson. Oh, yeah. And listen to him. He'll You want to you hear a, a – I mean, I, I can't get over how much – I don't want to say he imitates Sinatra, but Wow, does he do that music? He's good. He does it so much justice. Yeah, you know who else he reminded you know who else Kevin reminds me of when I listen to him? Harry Connick Jr. Okay, yeah. Yeah, I I, I see a version of Harry Connick Jr. slash Frank Sinatra and him, the, sure. the, the young man from I believe Camfield, Ohio. Camel. Uh yeah. Uh, okay. Originally, he was Camel, yes. Originally Camel, Originally Ohio. Camel, okay. Yeah. Um, how dare I? Kind of red devil am I? But um, yeah, he is fantastic. I listened to him a couple of times and I was like, wow, this yeah. guy's good. Um, and so there you have it. So, folks, if you don't agree with our list, uh, Joe has said this in every single episode you can leave us a voice message. So if you're not going to leave us a voice message, we don't know where we went wrong in your eyes. And we will be more than happy to talk about it on our show. But you have to leave us a voice message, and Joe will once again tell you all about that at the end of this show. So please do. We'd love to hear from our from our audience. Apparently someone's listening, Joe. According to the statistics, people are listening in 10 different countries. In so, fact, I, I'm going to throw a poll out there of the five songs that you said, and let's see what people think is their their favorite one for uh, for the Christmas time. Let's do it, okay? Yeah. Let's do it. I appreciate that. I really do. I think I'm going to think I'm going to have a lot of people agree with me, but that maybe I'm 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 optimistic. So, you know, that being said, okay, what we're here to talk about today may be not as cheery and joyful to all of you as what we just discussed two minutes ago. It's more about a concept that we did discuss briefly in Mm -hmm. season one. And Joe said, when we get close to the end of the year, which would be season two, and that's where we're at right now, folks, in 2021. So if you're listening to this three years from now in July, you understand it's December of 2021. But that doesn't mean you shouldn't be listening to this in July because it holds true throughout the year. Sure does. But... We seem to look at what's coming. Our eyes are getting bigger. What's almost here? New year, new me. And we're going to talk today once again, except in more detail, about why this concept has held us prisoner, all of us, in one fashion or the other, throughout our lives. And we're going to bounce off of each other, me and Joe, how we feel about this idea and give you guys some insight from where we come from. And hey, take it in for what it's worth and maybe evaluate against your own idea of what it's worth and maybe make some decisions here because January 1st is right around the corner and we're trying to get you to quit looking at January 1st as the only time of year to come up with that new year, new me concept. Joe, am I correct? Absolutely, and I've said it before. Listen, you know, uh, if you're looking at the date, let's say it's November 1st. Well, it's exactly one year from November 1st last year. It's still yes. a new year. 
Every yeah. day is a new year. It's a year from a year ago. So, 365 so days. No matter what day it is yeah. can be the beginning of your new year, new me. Uh, again, if you're looking at it and you're saying, well, I need to start making these changes to my lifestyle, eating, exercise, whatever it may be, drinking more water. I don't care, mm. eating more solids, whatever yeah. it is. What you're doing is you're acknowledging a problem. And then you're, 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 you're kind of making all these excuses to, to just put it off. Yeah. And it really, you're just compounding the problem because when that day comes, you know, you, you really don't, there's a way to ease into it. When that day comes, you want to jump on both feet and, and it, it ends up too much at one time and is a huge recipe for disaster. Well, um, you're, you're, you know. Yeah, you're, you're making excuses and putting off the inevitable moment of quitting yet again. Um, you, you cannot do that because you're looking at this one date and you're putting a lot of pressure on yourself when you do that mm-hmm. as well. And, and we'll talk about that in a second. But we make this excuse that, you know, it's, it's May 18th and we've been going hard at what we planned on doing for that year. And we've hit some roadblocks because that's what life is. Sure. Life, life is full of roadblocks. It's full of failures in the moment, and you have to persevere through adversity and keep moving. And the fact of the matter is this. You can make an excuse and quit right there, and that excuse always is what? Well, I went for almost five months. It just didn't work out for me. I know it's the end of May now, and for two weeks I went off the road. I'm just going to wait. January 1st to be here and the next year is going to be my year where it's going to work out the entire year. And that is one of the worst excuses that we can make to ourselves on any given day of the year. Well, listen, and here's, and, and here's the thing too. Uh, I did this uh, in the beginning of trying to lose the weight and, and start getting in shape where it wasn't even that, like you said, two weeks. Uh, it usually would start with like, oh, you, here's today, this day. Well, I blew this day. I'll start again tomorrow morning. Mm. And then next morning comes and it's like, it's Friday, right? Okay. Or Saturday. We already yeah. know that, that that's not, you know, that's going to be hard to do, but, right. but not impossible. Right. Right. So, so the, the, the thought starts to creep in your mind. Well, Sunday's right there. Uh, it's the beginning of a week. I'm going to start again on Sunday. Right. right? Yeah. And then and then and then you're like, well, it's still the weekend. So maybe I'll start Monday. This is what we do. And then the next thing you know, it's like this is too hard to keep going. And then either you fall off or uh, you get to that point where it's like uh, you, you, you get sick of restarting, of retrying every time. And you can never get in that cycle because you keep psyching yourself out. Right. And and let me tell you, it almost sounds there. Like we're talking about a concept of a show that folks we just did early and not, not earlier, but I could say earlier in the season mm-hmm. um, and not that long ago. So if you're listening to this show and it's a couple of years from now or a few months from now, dial back about three episodes to an episode called, thank God it's Friday. Mm-hmm. It's that same concept that Joe's talking about right now. It's the same exact thing. You know, I'm trying to figure out in that situation, what are we thinking? Why are we limiting ourselves to that one day? Thank God it's Friday. What about Monday? What about Tuesday? What about Wednesday? What about Thursday? Why are we literally limiting ourselves to enjoying one to two days a week of our lives and not enjoying anything else during the week because we are mentally blocking out the fact that there are certain things during those days that we don't Mm -hmm. like? Because the fact of the matter is this, folks, there's certain things on Fridays we don't like either. 
And so just looking at Friday all the time as being the most important situation or the end of the day, oh, I can't wait one more hour to the end of work. Folks, I work for a company where literally we all do this. We all do this the entire time. Looking at that line time, when's it going to end? When are we going to be done? Can't wait to get out of here. Instead of thinking about some of the positives during the day, some of the conversations we've had with coworkers that we may use in our lives that we don't even realize, okay? Some of the things that we talk about, some of the things that we do that we feel like we've accomplished something at work that is for the better, you know, for the better good. And instead of looking at that, maybe that day after we left work, we went to our son or our daughter's basketball game. And that night, I said this in the other show, they won the league conference championship that night. It was on a Tuesday, but we're not allowed to enjoy it because it's not Friday. The same concept applies here to new year, new me. Why can't you look at certain points of time in the year when you're having a great week and feed off that week to continue driving and going after that motivation that you had at the beginning of the year and make it start right then and there? Why does it have to be January 1st? Make sense? Yeah, absolutely. And, and you know, this, this is that whole thing that I was saying before when we're talking about um, – you know, everybody wants to get through the holidays and the holidays are hard because of all the treats and all the snacks and all that. Sure. You know, again, the holidays, and I said this before, but you know, maybe, maybe some people didn't hear that episode. So I'll go ahead and say it again. The holidays consist of four days out of three months. Okay. November, December, mm-hmm. January, four days. If you're Italian, you got a fifth because you got Christmas Eve, you're going to eat, you're, you're, <laughs> you're going to eat, you're going to eat some fish, yep. but the, not the fish is bad. It's everything else that you're having that night too. Well, whatever. sure. Well, but, you know but, what the fish, you know, let's be honest here. If you're Italian, you ain't, you're not, you're not broiling the fish. Right? That's they're, also very true. The fish you're eating yeah. is, is, yeah, probably it, it, yeah. not. Yeah. But anyways, it's good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The, unless you're eating the shrimp now, that's fine. But anyways, here you are. You have uh, uh, five days out of out of three months. OK, mm-hmm. that those are your holidays. And so to say, well, after the holidays, but then we're, that's 90 days. <laughs> yeah, that's 90 days. You want to you want to gorge and out. Well, I'm going to start the first of the year. So I better that, that attitude starts. Oh, I better get it in now, because in three months, you're already setting yourself up for this. This, uh, you know, eat, drink and be married for tomorrow. We die attitude yeah, right yeah and yep. it's like it, it but <laughs> so you're already setting this negative connotation in your mind of yep. what it is that you're going to be starting to do even though it's three months away and now you have three months of of building yourself up towards this is going to stink i'm not going to like this you know what right. i mean and you're feeding yourself that you don't even realize it as long as well as all the other food now look five days out of the 90 days we're talking about i guarantee it to you if you woke up that morning and stuffed your face with pie and cake and and anything that you could think of that is that is horribly bad for you of yes. those five days, right. you'd be just fine. And when you compare it to the to the eighty five other, in fact, I'll do you one better. Take another five days, just pick them random. You have ten days. You still have eighty days on the other side of that to eat healthy, exercise, start your stuff there. You have a three month advantage. I agree. And of those eighty days, those ten that you. Pigged out. I mean, pigged out. Fine, whatever. Okay, those other eighty days, you would, you would, you wouldn't see an ounce of extra weight. You wouldn't see probably really any horrible uh, 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 blood work coming from it, provided you don't already, you know. I mean, if you're obviously type two diabetic and on insulin, I wouldn't suggest doing this. My yeah. point is, is people who have, you know, you're, you're just your your regular Joe, and mm-hmm. you're just trying to lose the weight and maybe 
look for like better cholesterol or whatever. I don't know, but whatever your goal is. Uh, yeah. I mean, well, ba- basically what, what you're saying there is uh, you're not going to see if you, in, in, if you're going to wait that long, this is that time limit concept we talk about. Okay. And, yeah. and just adding to what you're saying, you limit, you know, we limit ourselves to this one moment. And when you think about, okay, I have, uh, I got 90 days here, or you don't even think 90 days, folks, Joe just gave you that idea. You figure three months. Now, right. You, you figure, okay, there's that date, it's coming. And you start adding, like I said, we're going to talk about this a little bit more on the show. And here we are. All that pressure starts building up. Okay. Mm-hmm. I know here it comes. And meanwhile, meanwhile, every single day, you are so far from fat adaptation uh, and, and metabolic flexibility when it comes to eating habits. And those of you who do not know what that means, this is definitely not the show to talk about it. We have talked about it a million times in other shows on Two Brothers, One Mike that you can look at and you should start the journey at that point. But to make it simple here for this point, uh, for our point of view here, it is simply eating properly so that your body can easily burn whatever you are eating fuel wise for energy. Okay. And, and metabolic flexibility does just that and to be, and to improve ourselves metabolically and to improve our eating lifestyles and to exercise. And so you miss a couple days here and there, you're not going to put yourself back so far that you have to start all over again. If in that three month period through the holidays, you Take a weekend off and enjoy yourself. Mm-hmm. Or on a Wednesday at a friend's house over the holidays, you're visiting and you're going to eat some cake and have some, you know, coffee with creamer and enjoy conversation amongst friends for a few hours. You don't have to worry about that. You can just pick it back up the next day. Because, folks, December 22nd is not Christmas Day. Right. December 28th is not New Year's Eve. Right. Mm-hmm. Friday after Thanksgiving is not Thanksgiving. So you're using these days as excuses as it's the holiday season, and that is an excuse, and you're putting pressure on yourselves as you're heading into January 1st, and what you don't realize is what you're doing is giving yourself a disservice because the more you keep saying, well, it's December 5th, I'm in the middle of the holiday season, I'm just going to gorge it out for the entire three months, you're in the back of your mind subconsciously thinking, even though you didn't know it then, but you know it now that I'm telling you, boy, January 1st is coming. I really don't, I don't know if I'm gonna be able to do this. I'm really enjoying the way. And then when you get to January 1st, you're so sluggish. You're so tired that by the time you start up, you feel like absolute, you know what? I'll call it garbage. Okay. I'll call it garbage. And that is what puts you behind the eight ball. And now you are starting in the hole rather than hitting the ground running. Simple as that. Yeah. And you know, the thing too, um, and this really holds true probably more with, with the Thanksgiving holiday because Thanksgiving holiday, uh, Thanksgiving leftovers, it's a thing, right? Yeah. Uh, and so, you know, listen, you know, Tony could, could vouch for me here. Uh, Thanksgiving day. I, I, I gotta tell you, I really didn't care, um, what I, what I was eating that day or drinking for that matter, or the sure. amount of either, uh, because of the way I, that I, the way that I eat and drink. I normally. Thought we were keeping that, I thought we were keeping that on the down low. You told yeah, me to no, keep this on okay. the, oh, okay. That's okay. So, you know, but, but, but uh, the next day for my leftovers, I didn't eat the same way. Um, you know, I, I had a little bit maybe of each thing minus the, you know, I had a little extra wine the night before. Definitely didn't need that the next day. Um, you know, and and I it was all about moderation, yes. you know, plus most of the day. 
for the next couple of days, I was eating what I usually eat, the vegetables and all the good, healthy stuff that I like to eat, the whole foods. Um, yes. It's not to say that that the Thanksgiving dinner was not, you know. Well, can I can I put can I add something here? Let me can I explain something to everybody out there? Sure. Ladies and gentlemen, we come from an Italian family, Greek family, Greek and Italian. Mm-hmm. Throw in the Greek, sprinkle in the Italian. There's no such thing as we didn't have enough food. Yeah, no. <laughs> when we go to a get together, whether it be at my Fias, whether it be at my uncle's, whether it be at my parents, it does not matter where we end up. We end up there and we end up with what we call carry home containers. You ever see the styrofoam containers and you get your name put on containers, not one, not two, but six. Yes. And, and you have bags and the yelling begins at the end of the dinner, whether it's Thanksgiving, New Year's Eve, Christmas Eve, it doesn't matter. Tony, here's the pastizzo. Tony, here's the lasagna. Tony, here's the shrimp. Tony, here's the turkey. Tony, here's the mashed potatoes. Joe, here's you know, and, 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 I don't know. Here's the baklava. Here's the lukamavis. Well, we don't. I don't, I don't remember the last time no, lukamavis. <laughs> uh, I'm just throwing in the Greek donuts for everybody. Sure. But but you know, and so on and so forth. And we have we have all this Greek food and Italian food and the fish and the and the pastas and the and and, and we have all this food. And then we bring it home and we have like seven or eight days worth of this food. Now, I don't even know how our our loved ones think we can possibly eat all this before it spoils. Right. But I'm going to be honest with you. It doesn't happen. No, it doesn't happen. (laughs) I don't sit there and go, well, I guess I'm going to have to eat it all. No, I have bad news for everybody. Some of it goes into the garbage because I'm not going to sit there and literally eat two huge containers of mashed potatoes. I did what I was going to do on Thanksgiving day. And now I do eat that Turkey. I have some ham with my scrambled eggs with Gouda cheese, black pepper. Right. right? I do love my vegetables. I do have a little sliver of that pumpkin pie they put in there. I do, but I don't eat all the pumpkin pie that I'm given. There's no way Mm -hmm. I have children. They have some also, but we can't get through it all. So that's the thing about leftovers. You wean yourself off of it. And by the time it's the, you know, November 29th, it should be all gone now. Right. And it's back to to what my regimen has been this entire year Mm -hmm. because it is not Christmas Eve. Right. It is December 3rd. It's December 4th. It's December 5th. Right. And I said that before, too. You know, New Year, I I understand the concept behind New Year, New Me. But again, uh, I don't like... I don't like the uh, the person who the, the 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 rookie coming into it. Their attitude, uh, it's the wrong attitude for them. If you're somebody much such so. as myself, where I'm like New Year, it isn't really New Year, New Me. It's New Year back to the old me, and that old me is the one who eats right and does. You know what I mean? So yeah. for me, it's like back to that, like you just said. Mm-hmm. The regular, you know, scheduled programming where I'm eating and I'm exercising every day and I'm doing everything that that I do the majority of the year, yeah. um, you know, and, and that's just it, you know, and I'll tell you something else back to what I was talking about the five to 10 days uh, of what you're doing won't have an impact on the total of like the 90 days. The, I love how holiday holidays, holiday time uh, has been changed into the holiday season because how long is a season? It's like so much easier in our mind to think of it like, well, it's the holiday season. This covers a vast majority of time. Uh, 
I could just pig out the entire holiday season. Let me wrap this up real quick. Sure. Uh, so one of the things that I did over summer vacation, I'm on vacation. Um, I got to tell you once again, yes, I, I, you know, I try to watch what I'm eating, but then there's those nights where I don't really care what I'm eating in it. And they, they far surpass uh, uh, the majority of the time that I'm, that I'm on vacation. Yeah. Uh, the drinking is probably a little too much. Uh, in fact, it was. And so, you know, I had to really slow down and stop. Um, you know, when I go on vacation, folks, uh, we're, we go for three weeks at a time. That's your whole vacation um, for the whole year. Yeah, I mean, but that's yeah for the whole yeah, year. Yeah, right. So you know when when I'm coming back, I'm like a couple months out from blood work, and so for me, it's like, oh man, I hope I didn't. Uh, you know, as I'm not worried about it there, half the time I'm too inebriated to to, to even care. But but then I get home and you're I'm like, painting Ooh. you're you're painting quite the picture of Joe on Two Brothers One Mike. Yeah, listen, as, Joe, he, as he's trying I, to I'll, find himself on vacation. But go I'll ahead. tell you this, Joe 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 likes his. I like my I like my red cab. I like my wine. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and there's no, I make no, no apologies for it. We should do a show. We should do a show while you are drinking your wine. Just no, we should we never, we okay. should never. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> go ahead. But the idea is, uh, you know, I was so concerned about that and it's, it's actually laughable. Uh, it, it wasn't because of, of the partying and, and fun that we had on vacation. Uh, but because um, there was so much more time that was involved before I actually went for the blood work, I had like the best blood work in probably the past two years ever. Uh, everything is like, you know, why is that for me? Why well, is that? And again, it's because of the way it's, it's my eating lifestyle. It's, it's the way that I exercise. It's the way that I don't uh, shove all the bad stuff down my throat. How I, for the majority of the time, moderation, all the stuff that we've been talking about. I fasted. Well, I, I actually can't fast anymore uh, to the degree that I was simply because there is a lack of calories on those days. And I kind of need those because of my exercise regimen, um, you know, and, and there's a lot to be said there both ways. But, oh, there's a show. That's right. Go right there. So, yeah. so you know, uh, uh, what, what I'm trying to say is, is again, you can't really take on the mindset that, well, you know, if I'm doing this right now, that it's going to have uh, such a, a coarse impact on the end result or on the on your end goal. Uh, same thing again with the five days, five ten days of all that time. You're not going to be undoing your stuff to a point where you need to take the mindset. Why bother start now? Because yeah. look, at, look what I've been doing. You know what I mean? So, you, so listen, you're 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 doing what exactly what my, the next concept is. I want to speak about, and that that's uh, I want to talk about this: winning smaller battles throughout the year. So, mm -hmm. you're, it's throughout the year winning those small battles instead of trying to win the war. I just talked about this not that long ago in another episode. You have to win the battles in order to win the war. It has to be small steps. But before I do that, I want to add to something you said earlier, and I almost interrupted you, so I stopped. But when you're talking about that season thing, you, listen, when they talk about Christmas season or the holiday season, mm -hmm. should I say, you, a lot of people are thinking, yeah, I know we kind of go from Thanksgiving all the way to New Year's. No, 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 no. You guys have somehow, okay, we as a society have backed this thing up <laughs> to the day after Halloween. Yeah, no, the day after. Or the I day see before. Christmas stuff up with Halloween. I yeah, I mean, saying, it's yeah. absolutely ridiculous. <laughs> you guys try to actually put Halloween in mm -hmm. suddenly, and, and forgive me, on Two Brothers One Mike, we try to stay away from cuss words, quote unquote. But Thanksgiving has become the bastard son of everything. Mm -hmm. It really has. Because it's like Halloween, Christmas. 
And so from Halloween all the way through New Year's, suddenly, suddenly, that's the holiday season. And yeah. we just go Halloween candy every all the way through into Thanksgiving dinner, all the way through into New Year, uh, Christmas Eve, Christmas Day, New Year's Eve, New Year's Day, and leftovers through January 5th. And then <laughs> to the gym we go. And so that that right there, holiday season, I'm sorry, that is one of the worst concepts mm-hmm. I have ever heard of in my entire life. Well, and we have we've taken a hold of it and we've uh, uh, adored it and we've we've admired it mm-hmm. for so long that boy what a battle it is for a trainer to try and get somebody's mindset oh, set sure. straight you sure. know you know go ahead oh no i was just gonna say you know that the whole idea behind the holiday season it, I, I believe that it all started behind marketing points they start getting people to oh. start buying the 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 stuff that they need you got to get it now because it's the holiday season it started people are gonna are gonna buy it before you and they create this this uh oh what's the word i'm looking for uh this need really it's a, a, a they create the need to go now and buy yeah. now and yeah you know yeah, that's what that's what it is. And marketing is something special, let me tell you. Uh, so, ladies and gentlemen, again, winning smaller battles. And I'm just going to give an example of that before I move into uh, what is one of my favorite quotes of all time as I come to the end of what I want to get at, into this show. Uh, I don't know what else Joe needs to add yet. But that being said, when you're winning smaller battles, let's look at this from an exercise standpoint. Instead of coming into the gym on January 2nd, or I said January 5th, because we got to get rid of all those leftovers after New Year's Eve. So you come in there the week later, January 5th, 6th or so, and we're ready to go New Year, New Me. Winning a smaller battle is so important here because we get in the gym, we get on the treadmill, and we start running 100 miles an hour. And we have no idea what we're doing. We watch the YouTube video and we said, wow, this guy, look at this guy. We have no idea if it's a video of somebody who's doing a beginner workout, if it's somebody who even knows what they're talking about when it comes to working out, or if it's an extreme workout. So we're going to start doing plyo push-ups, throwing our bodies up in the air, jumping on the treadmill, running 30-second sprints in between doing hang cleans, then jumping over and doing uh, burpees, then jumping over to the bench and doing one-arm dumbbell presses while hanging off the bench halfway, blah, and so on, yada, 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 in the words of Elaine from Seinfeld, and we're going 100 miles an hour, and the next day, we can't even move. Mm-hmm. And so instead of researching, I don't know, maybe listening to a podcast called Two Brothers, One Mike, I, I don't know, call me crazy, Um uh, watching some of the videos that they're going to start putting out about things like this when it comes to exercise and seeing what we should be doing. I think we actually did something called, what was it, Joe? Foundational training and how we work our way up to that, taking our time, winning the battles before we get into more complex movements and winning the war. We owe you guys videos. We know we do. And we're, they're coming. I'm not lying to you. And, Go ahead. Oh, good. Uh, well, no, I was just going to say, and I mean, we've even talked about that where I was explaining, you know, it, just like you would you would walk a certain distance before you started to jog it, before you started to run it. Okay. It's the same difference. And and we, I actually broke that down at one point uh, where I was, I, what was it? If you put your treadmill on level one and walked it a half an hour, you would burn roughly enough calories every week 
to have lost a half a pound. I believe yeah. I got it right this time. You got it right this time. Uh, <laughs> last right time you got time. it wrong, and you know yeah. who caught it was Ron the pharmacist. Yeah, he's he the caught one who it, it and he texted us and said, "I don't know what you guys are talking about, but your math yeah. is off." And, yeah. and then Joe put a disclaimer in, into the actual episode because we were off on our math, but that's yeah. okay. But, but there you go. And the thing is, is it, believe it or not, the heavier you are, that number probably would go up more than a half a pound. To be honest with you, because you're, you're almost working with a with a with like a weighted vest, you yeah. know. Yeah. And yeah, in the beginning. But the point is, is you're starting to lose the weight already. And all you're doing is walking and making better food decisions. I mean, that's all we talk about. I put in every description a link to the to that Lose It app. That, uh, it's an affiliate link for us. It helps us out if you guys uh, get the app through the, through that link. But mm-hmm. if not, whatever. If you want my fitness pal, knock yourself out. It really isn't that, uh, that important where you get it from or what you do. You start to log your food, realize what you're eating, um, and, and maybe take that as a first step. Because we've said this before. I would never expect anybody, again, a rookie, to jump in and say, well, I got to know my macros. And I got to know. No, 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 no. Listen, very simple. Calories. Just deal with those at first. When you start to see the weight loss and you start to gain the interest and you start to uh, uh, get that fire and that motivation to keep doing more, that's what will push you to want to learn about all these other things that we talk about and get more intricate about how you do this stuff, okay? Yes. Um, but but where did it all start? started with walking on a treadmill. Yeah. You've got to, like you said, small bounce. Walk on that Patience. treadmill and do it. Maybe maybe you're only getting five miles a week right now, and that's all you could do. So you know what? You want to make it to eight miles or ten miles before you move on to the next thing. That's maybe that's your personal goal. So do that. But that's your battle for the day, isn't it? Yeah. You know, and that's exactly what Tony's talking about right now. You've mm-hmm. got to you've got to take and then remember this. Ultimately, this isn't. You're not going to one day reach your your goal weight. And then determine, well, I'm done. This is a lifelong, you know, I've said it before. Diet was taken from the Greek word, Greek word deity, I believe. Mm-hmm. And it actually means a way of life. Okay. And so that being said, this is your whole lifestyle. This is how you're now going to be living your life from here on out. It's the marathon. Okay. So Joe, Joe make sure, yeah, make sure you let them know this because I know this for a fact, and you know this for a fact, Joe. Folks, listen. What you're hearing, the voice that's coming from this was a person. Tell them what you weighed. I was up to 247 pounds. I'd lost 60 altogether. I want to say it was 64 pounds. I believe I lost. Mm-hmm. Uh, I they had me on metformin. Um, they, I, I was uh, cholesterol. I was on statins. Uh, I had, you know, all sorts of things going on. Uh, and how long did weight. it take? How long did it take before you got to where it was a maintenance schedule then, and how you had to change and adjust to that? How long did it take to get to that weight? So that all started in 2017. Mm-hmm. Is when I when I was when I started to lose the weight. 2017. I got on the maintenance plan this past summer. Yeah. So. Ladies and gentlemen, did you hear that? I have people that come up to me at work or, you know, wherever I see them and they oh, say hold to me. On. Let me say this. Let me say this, this past summer of 2021. Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I obviously, we want to let them know that. So we're talking, you know, four years. Uh, I have people that come up to me and they're like, hey, I need to lose 70 pounds uh, in a couple months. And I'm like, uh, OK, I, I, I mean, it's it's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Because you're, you need to understand the journey, embrace life every day, and enjoy the ride. 
It's as simple as that. And and Joe, I want to say this real quick before before I, I mention the last thing I want to talk about, the last concept for today. Uh, as far as that Lose It app is concerned, I have not told you this yet, uh, in private or on the show. Mm-hmm. I've had several people come up to me now and say to me that they wanted me to thank you, so I might as well do it on the show, for oh. introducing the Lose It app on the show because they never knew about it. They heard you talk about it on the show several times, and it has done a great job for them in their journey. So Awesome. So, I mean, that's good news. I mean, that right there, you know, kudos to you. I mean, because I didn't even really research that app. That was all you from the very beginning. Um, And so just to let you know, there are people out there listening. And so it's worth mentioning. Yeah. Yeah. And now this is my favorite part of of the show right here. And it's because this is one of my favorite actors. (laughs) Because he's not only a great actor, in my opinion, but he's a great motivational speaker. And you may know him as, all right, all right, all right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he is one of my favorite. Everybody knows exactly what I'm talking about now. And it's a famous quote from him, Mr. Matthew McConaughey. Uh, his Oscars Acceptance Award in 2014. Joe, I don't know if you ever saw this speech. Yeah, oh, yes, I have. Oh, my good. goodness, what a good speech. Mm-hmm. And what I love about it is he's not reading it off a teleprompter. He's going straight off the cuff. And he's just talking. He's just speaking from the heart. He really is. And he said, he says at one point in his speech, folks, he said he needs someone to chase. And that was one of his three things. He said, there's three things I need. He mentioned the first two and they're important, but this is the one that was very important. He said, I need someone to chase. So he goes into this story. He says, when he was 15 years old, he was asked by somebody, who was your hero? And he said he had to think about it for about two weeks. He couldn't think off the top of his head who his hero was. And two weeks later, he went back to that individual who asked him that question. He said, you know, I thought about what you were telling me. And you know what? I thought about for for the last two weeks. And my hero, this is what Matthew said. My hero is me in 10 years. This is when he was 15 years old. He turned 25 years old. The person said to him, did you find your hero yet? You're there. You're the guy 10 years from now. And he said, you know what? Not even close. I'll be waiting until I'm 35 years old, I guess. And when he turned 35 years old and he was asked that question again, and he said, you know what? No, as a matter of fact, I'm never going to catch that guy. I'm never going to catch myself 10 years from now. And the beauty of it is you never will. If you look at yourself and you see yourself in 10 years where you want to be, and that is your hero. You are chasing yourself. You have something to chase in yourself for the rest of your life. And that is what makes it so beautiful, ladies and gentlemen. He's talking about the journey. You never get to where you want to be. You see where you want to be. You see that version of yourself every 10 years. And you chase it with all the drive and determination that you possibly can have, that you can muster up. And when you get there and realize there's more and realize that you have not gotten there yet, you just keep going and you have to keep that drive. You have to keep that motivation. You have to embrace that journey and you have to realize that life is a series of failures followed by a series of successes that makes it the beautiful thing it is. And that was what Matthew McConaughey was trying to say in that 2014 speech. And if you have never listened to it, it's about, what, Joe, five minutes long. 
And I want well, you no, to it's, Google it. It's that. a bit longer than that. It's actually, I think, I want to say it's it's closer to about, I mean, the full one is probably right around 45 minutes. Oh, wow. Okay, so I sure. listened to I listened to that one part where he, I listened to the actual acceptance speech where it was right. like five minutes or so and that part where he talks about that. And it was actually the end of the speech. And uh, where he's thanking his, he thinks. Oh, wait, his, you know what? I'm sorry. No, the one that I was referring to is the one where he lists like 12 different things. It, it was, uh, it was, it was not the 2014. No, uh, I was thinking, I was thinking you was might his, be wrong because that was the his Oscars, motivational speech. Yeah. The one that I was the, talking yeah, about. Yeah. The Oscars would never let him up there for 45 minutes. No. Would cut no. him off and went, yeah. So, so basically, um, I think it was about five minutes long. And folks, if you can Google 2014 Oscar Awards, Matthew McConaughey, and listen to what he says, it's just fantastic. It is what you should literally think about if you're going to go into this on January 1st and think about, is it really necessary or can I go into it? Whenever you're listening to this episode right here, right now, can I go into this tomorrow? Can I literally stop this recording when it's over wherever I'm at, be done and say, that's it. I'm not picking a day and a time. The time is now. And that is, that is what you have to do. If you are serious about quote unquote, new year, new me. All right. So with that said, let's go ahead and wrap up today's show and start talking about next week's. Uh, well, We've already done this, actually, right? Uh, we're going to next week's is is going to be the creatine show that was supposed to be in this spot here, and then again it'll be followed by our interview with Ron, the pharmacist. So, uh, before I go ahead and read this last part off, Tony, you have anything else you want to add to today? I don't. I want everyone just to realize: don't worry about failing in the moment, ladies and gentlemen. Take your time. Have patience. Don't look at Jan. I get it. I get the idea. I get the concept. January first. It's something that is embedded in our minds. We all have this situation, right? But listen: embrace 2020. Embrace 2021. Embrace 2022. And if it's 2056, and two brothers, one Mike is still going strong. Embrace that year if that's the year you're in right now while listening to this for the first time and realize in the moment it's okay to make a mistake just pick up move on do not push it back into that infamous new year new me concept that's all all right and there you have it so until next week i want to remind all of you be sure to give us a review on your favorite podcast service also if you have any questions comments thoughts or opinions you can leave us a voicemail via the link in this episode's description for our Spotify listeners, we now have a way for you to interact with the show through polls and questions offered in each show's description. Look for that. We're going to have that one there on the uh, Christmas songs from uh, this week. And finally, remember to join us each week as we release new episodes every Wednesday morning at 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Now, on behalf of Coach Tony and myself, thanks for listening. All right, everybody, be the best you out there. And, hey, come on, help me out here. Don't tell me I didn't get the five best songs from 5 through